Ho ho ho, welcome back to episode 11 of the Dragons, uh, the Retrovision Dragons Lair uh, podcast. I'm joined once again, it is a Christmas special this week, <laughs> so just to <laughs> really hammer it home. Um, I'm joined once again by my good friend Josh Kempton. How are you, Camo? Uh, good, thanks, Cameron. I'm a very merry Dragons Lair to you as well. <laughs> very, very merry Dragsmas, uh, and a very merry Dragsmas to my other good friend, Liam Hindle. How are you, Liam? Thanks for referring me as your good friend this time. And In the first take, I was a bit upset about that. <laughs> yeah, so a bit of thanks. behind the scenes. Um, yeah. There. yeah, a bit of inside joke work. Um, but as always, we are brought to you today by Retrovision. Um, Retrovision offer the best brands and the latest technology from small appliances and white goods you'll find the very latest from the world's best brands for school work and play camo uh, it's currently the 22nd of december cameron as we record this so i'm um, christmas 301 p.m yeah christmas coming up so i'm um, knowing liam hindle he'll probably have this episode out by june july next year maybe so i uh, <laughs> get into retribution for christmas 2022 Do you know what that was funny the second time <laughs> yeah it actually was well that's um, what happens when the when your equipment stuff's up <laughs> All righty. Uh, Camo, there was a round of cricket on the weekend. We played a few games. Yeah, that's a good description. Um, <laughs> two for six again after, yeah, so a few not so hot weeks in a row for the club. There's always a few positives. Um, first grade back on track with a win just before Christmas and the uh, seven ends got up as well. But, yeah, some not so great results in the other grades. Yeah, definitely not our best week. Uh, well, we may as well just get straight back into the uh, AR Advisors round uh, a week I think 11 it's week, review. We'll call it week yeah, 11. Week Thank 11. you. Thank you to our advisors. So, yeah, we'll start with the first grade who just had a really interesting game. So, um, it was a, sort of got the message going around on um, Friday sort of Arvo that, oh, the pitch is currently underwater. Did you see the photo? I did see the photo. Like I, c- I couldn't believe it. So, apparently like a burst water pipe or sprinkler head or something next to the pitch and like, yeah, there was a photo going around taken on Friday Arvo of this pitch just underwater. It's Legitimately yeah, wet. Like, and apparently the whack was saying, prepare us normal, get a wicket up. But that seemed like it would be a miracle to me. Like, well, even I was sitting, I've played a couple of times where they've actually swapped the grounds around because yep. of one not being up for the first grade. Um, and I sort of thought maybe that we wouldn't get on on the Saturday because they'd swap us around and we'd be right. Unfortunately, we did. But uh, fortunately for the ones, they got in on, on that day. Yeah, they managed to get on to get a win on um, what was allegedly a cricket pitch. So, um, <laughs> yeah, um, Bonnie wins the toss and probably not that surprising. Decides to have a bowl. I'm um, probably looking at the thing. And, um, gee, they took good advantage of it. I won already five for six pretty much straight away. <laughs> like, I, um, Yeah, it was a bit late getting going. So I just looked at my cricket and they were five for eight. So I thought that's a reasonable start. That, I think I tuned in at five for 15. I, I even <laughs> thought that was a great start. But it's... It's just unheard of for that to actually happen. To yeah, that especially level. like a first grade team. Like you might see that in a sort of fourth grade team or something like that. But oh, I've seen it plenty a, of times yeah. in the threes and fours. Don't worry <laughs> about that. For a first grade batting lineup to be five for six, um, it's obviously doing a fair bit. But we bowl pretty well. Um, yeah, so Vidit Vishist gets three quick wickets. Um, that sort of wicket was probably always going to suit him. Just like a sort of. We know Vidit, he just bowls nice and straight and just does his job, hits his length, so that was always going to suit him. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think he's been very hard done by probably this year to only have a couple of wickets to his name before this one, but you're right, sort of pitch that would definitely suit his style of bowling. So uh, Zach Ferris gets a wicket in there as well to go with a run out. Um, little sort of mini resurrection, I suppose, to get to 28 for one of there, but then... Um, Gee, that sounds horrible. Ollie Arkansas gets two quick wickets to uh, make it seven for 28. <laughs> so, yeah, again, that wicket could probably just suit Ollie in his length, bowling nice and straight. Just it probably suits our team pr- pretty well, really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Fez is a big fast bowler, but even he's back of length, sort of hit the yeah. deck. It's, yeah, great day for it. Uh, so, Wannery managed to put on 33 for the eighth wicket, so pretty good. I think it might have been the biggest partnership of the day. So, <laughs> probably says a fair bit. But, um, 
yeah, Vita breaks through again. Um, he also breaks through again twice to um, give himself six for 17 from 9.5 overs <laughs> on the day. So it's a pretty good bowling performance, pitch re- p- irrespective of the pitch. I yeah, guess. oh, absolutely. Uh, I was I was doing some badgering, obviously, because um, I was interested to see how Vita had gone before that. I think he had three wickets for the year up until this six for. And so that's just unreal to keep persevering and get the chance and come away with that six for, I reckon. It's awesome. Uh, uh, so we were 70 in one we were bowled out for, so... <laughs> Not a great score, that. Um, the other bowlers to get, we get um, Ollie Arkenstall, two for 12 from eight overs, and Zach Ferris gets one for six from six overs. So, yeah, chasing 70, like, the wicket was doing a fair bit, but I think it's still a pretty good effort. I was going to say, I think the fact that we were five down shows that there was definitely a little bit in the pitch for, for the <laughs> yeah, bowlers <well>. early. <laughs> uh, so, in reply, sort of get halfway there with an opening partnership of 19 between um, Isaac and Blair, but then, yeah, Isaac just sort of slaps on a backward point. Um, Shane Warnes comes in at three. Gets caught behind for one, so yeah, a bit of early trouble at about two for 30, but only Jason seven <laughs> should be right. There was just a hint of nerves, because uh, I was walking around there, I think it was in our break between the innings, and the, the, there was, I think it was like 15 to win or something. Yeah, or oh, it must have been when John got out, so it was 16 to win, and we got five down, there was just that little bit of, yeah, oh, don't no. know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, at that stage of the game, um, Bondi joins... Blair Walsh and obviously those two not really afraid to play their shots um, irrespective of conditions and yeah they bring it within I think 16 runs to win so it was yeah. pretty good effort from those two yeah definitely as I said comprehensive get the boys uh, back on the winners list and moving back up that ladder again so yeah just lose Sando towards the end but um Ollie Arkansas and Ellis Cassidy to do the job and they win with 30 overs in hand. <laughs> they were finished so early <laughs> like they came over and watched us for a bit had their fine session went back showered up, got changed, a couple of them came back, and we were still not even halfway through our batting <laughs> innings. I was like, oh, Lord. It's uh, a great day for them. Cricket, what a game. Um, what a game as we jump into the second grade, who unfortunately couldn't get on the winner's list again, um, go down to one by six wickets. Uh, our captain, our producer, Liam Hindle, wins the toss and bats, but, yeah, it didn't look great at five for 14 with um, Lincoln Joy. He's been the man in form back in the sheds as well as um, David Cameron, Mark Gardner, uh, Liam and Bevan Hargrave, so not a great start there, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm assuming it was doing a bit early at um, Barandar, or it was a pretty hard wicket. They just bowled really well. Um, yeah, perhaps maybe we could have left left a couple of balls. We can never be better. <laughs> we definitely can't just put it down just to their bowling, but they did bowl. They just put it in the right spot for a long period of time, and yeah, and um, yeah, a little bit of a collapse at the top. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, obviously Ethan Smith, one of the top order bats as well, not featuring there because he was at the 17 still. Yeah. So, <laughs> what's yeah, the story of that? Because the, so, the 15s were playing in Wanneroo, so he had to drive Oh, do the cash, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he came in at eight, I think, in the end. And the 17s had a ripper, which we will get yeah, to we'll in the end. Yeah, we'll most certainly get to that. Um, so, yeah, five for 14, pretty tough, but um, a few youngsters in that second-grade lineup who made a pretty good fist of it. So, um, Lockie Lake and Declan Crowder are there together. They put on 31 to give, I suppose, something to bowl at. Um, Lose Lakey for 13 there. Declan soon following for 24. Keegan DeCoker after them, but then... Yeah, good sort of lower order partnership between Ethan Smith, who batting eight is probably a bit below his sort of standards, and um, combines with Lockie Searle. So, Surly, good for him. Um, the old sheepdog, those two put on 38 for the ninth wicket. Uh, you love to see. I think <laughs> Surly, I love Surly's batting because he's not a bad batsman. He just, he's constantly, you know, down the, down the lower end, maybe <laughs> cops, cops a good ball every now and again, that sort of thing. But I just, I, I just I'm so happy for him. Yeah. I'm genuinely so happy he's, for him. He's a competitor, and um, DC, it was, it was funny, because DC has been talking about the last couple of weeks, oh, Sealy's the best number 11 in the comp. And then he got <laughs> up, got, went up to 10 this week. I'm like, DC, is Sealy the best number 10 in the comp? And he goes, yep, Oof. you watch. And then he goes, puts on it. Yeah, it was a very, a lot of character in that batting effort. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, was, it was really good to see. Uh, character is how I would describe Sealy. So um, yeah. we lose him for 26, and... 
Jimmy Andrews not long after as the boys bowled out for 126 or 129, I should say. So, yeah. um, look, not a great score, but from 5-14, you're probably taken. And um, Ethan Smith coming down from the 17s, uh, makes 31 not out. So he yeah. made it look pretty good, I suppose. I was going to say, if you compare the sort of follow wickets to the A-grade game, it's very similar until we put on a couple of 31 partnerships to get to that that 130, which you know sometimes can actually be something to bowl at and can you know, make a bit of a game of it. Uh, yeah, so it was something to bowl at because they reduced Wanneroo to 3 for 24. So um, Surly gets two quick ones to carry in his momentum with the bat and um, Jimmy Andrews gets one as well. So you must have thought you are in the game at that stage. Yeah, definitely. I think, was it 4 for 40? Yeah, 4 for 40. Four, so yeah, 4 Jimmy for 40. Andrew. So we were well in the game. Sort of, it was, That was the pleasing thing about the game. Obviously, it didn't go our way, but um, after a tough start, we really got back into that game. Jimmy Andrews was unbelievable on, on his second grade debut. Good so, bowler. Yeah. yeah just like, go up the grades, like taking like a duck to water. Like, yeah. Seven for a few weeks ago. Yeah, right? get him up to the ones. But uh, <laughs> yeah, he did very well. Surly continued his um, improvement, bowled really well at the start. And then... Um, now, I want to ask a question here. Yep. Now, because there's a bloke that I see at number three in an order a lot of the time. And normally, it's the batting order. Yep. I've seen him coming on first change here. David Cameron, five overs, two maidens, none for seven. Mate, he's the goat. What, what's going on there? Mate, <laughs> like, he's, a, he's a genuine genuine bowler, mate. He now, just bowls tight. He like He's obviously not the quickest of pace, doesn't move the ball a whole lot, but he just puts the ball in the right areas. DC can attest to the fact that a few years ago, I was I was pushing for him to bowl when, when I was captain of the threes. He, we, there was a few times where he had to bowl, but it was very much a he had to bowl. <laughs> and I feel like that may have been a bit of a situation. Because, yeah, I'm not familiar weekend. with his bowling, but looking at that scorecard, I just thought, Oh, the game's over and they're taking the P1 double five. No, no, no. He, he, when he was bowling, though, we're, we're still well in he the game. He bowled first change, mate. Oh, did he really? <laughs> yeah, he bowled first yeah, change. Yeah. yeah, when he bowled, we're still well in the game. Um, he sort of kept it in our favour for a little bit. But, yeah, he just did, did He's not a bad bowler. It's just no, funny. He, it's just funny. It is. All. Yeah. Um, he's not the most uh, fast bowling look, looking no. side. I can't speak, but you know what I mean. He doesn't look like a fast bowler, but, yeah, he did his job. You don't have to look like one. You just have to bowl that one. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, from 4 for 40, I want to put on 90 for the fifth wicket there to um, get themselves over the line and get in a win with another loss for our second-grade team. Um, some good individual efforts, though. Um, Surly, 2 for 30 from six overs to go with 26 with a bat. Decent day for him. And, um, yeah, Jimmy Andrews, second-grade debut, 2 for 34 from eight overs. Just keeps, like, yeah, like we said, duck to water, rising up yep. the grass. And Deck Crowder making 24 on his return as well. So hopefully a few boys that can take a bit of confidence into that going into the second half of the season. No doubt. And uh, speaking of taking in confidence, the third grade will have to do that as well because they unfortunately went down to Wanneroo by 17 runs up there at Kingsway. So, 17? Um, I wish. Was it 17? Uh, it, was, it was 90. Eight, uh, 80, 83. Don't know what I've done there. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Cameron. <laughs> I really <laughs> wish it was 17 uh, runs. Well, it might have been 17 runs. You win the toss and I'm sending him in. And uh, James Scott picks up a wicket pretty early. Yeah. we uh, Well, I got to, got to Kingsway, right? It's overcast. I've looked at the one score, five for 15. I've looked at the two <laughs> score, five for 15. Yeah, Darcy, I'm actually sent through a nice little message saying, like, great cricket or something. Yeah. Those two score. Guys. Like, there's no way I can sit there and go, all right, I'm going to bat. I, I don't want to be the third <laughs> team that's five for 15 across the day. And unfortunately, neither did Wanneroo, and they put on 223. Yeah, 223 from 45 overs. Mm. Uh, pretty strong score there with. Um, what bit of chat, letter the chase, and any insight you can give me here? Yeah, I didn't. I thought it was an absolute flatty, like shocking decision to bowl <laughs> first in hindsight. But um, the bloke, their captain, was like, "Oh no, it's actually a thing about Kingsway too. It looks a bit dodgy, then flattens out." I was like, "Oh man, I don't know anything about Kingsway too. <laughs> That's not my home ground." Uh, Nas- um, um, NASA Becker winning the toss yeah, down bowling. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, now we bowled alright. They just they batted really well, to be fair, and just didn't create many chances, unfortunately. And, yeah, so 2.23 from the 45 there for Wanneroo. Um, yeah, James Scott picks up a wicket, one for 12 from six. Um, 
Cameron, you get a wicket as well. One for 50 from your last ball, Last ball innings. Last ball yeah, innings. Clean uh, they all count. <laughs> um, so on the scorecard, do you two, um, you and Scotty, combine for a run out as well? Well, yes. So the actual well, – I put, I put that in there because Scotty got the run out of this man himself. Um, it wasn't a direct hit, but he threw it into Icky later on. Uh, Late in the innings. So the immediate question is why? 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 That's yeah. a great question because about five overs earlier, right? I've I've direct hit run out this bloke and he was out by a meter and a half. Now, so what you see is I put myself down as the bowler, so I don't actually get a stat for that. It's just me and the bowling. Uh, but he was out by about a meter and a half. Direct hit side on. I've celebrated. The umpire's gone. No, his, his foot was in the crease. My cricket fraud's not a joke, man. I don't know whether you think you can just do what you like, but like, I, I want to see that removed immediately. I, I can, I can do what I like, but uh, <laughs> no, nah, it's um, I was actually bowling when the run out happened, so that was accurate. But uh, I don't get a stat for it. Unfortunately, Scotty gets the run out. It is a visual, not a visual. It's a um, audio medium. I'm giving Cameron the side eye at the moment because <laughs> we do not appreciate that sort of. Uh, yeah, it's fraud of the microcricket here. This is your first year on the pod, mate. We're we not me. Uh, me not we here. <laughs> me not we on the Dragons Lair pod. Uh, yeah, unfortunately that young fella did get run out for 97. Uh, he should have been out for about 87, which wouldn't have made much difference <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty marginal. We <laughs> yeah. divided a lot of time, so let's just move on. Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, Dev Singh, the other week, take it there. One for 46 from nine overs. And um, yeah, in reply, he started two for 24. Lose Stu Smith and Jack Chapman. Uh, not a great start, but... Sean Bores and Blake Third, two youngsters, are uh, put on 48 for the third wicket and look like they were going okay. Uh, yeah, I think it was very much a sort of inexperienced chase of that total. Um, we, as I think as you sent me a message yeah, on actually, um, Thursday. Camera. Yeah, I went up on the Instagram on um, Thursday night or Friday night, whenever it was, the and I saw that third yeah. great team and I just shot a message to Beck saying, like, oh, you're babysitting the kids this week <laughs> yeah. or something. Dev and I are 25 and no one else is over the age of 20. So, <laughs> um, yeah, Borsy and 30 batter really well. Uh, sort of, they bowled quite well to start with. One of their blokes had none for not 18, but I reckon he had none for six off six or seven and then got hit in his last couple. Uh, but we sort of got behind the run rate and then those guys started scoring pretty quickly, hitting boundaries and stuff, but couldn't quite keep it going and... Unfortunately, got out. Yeah, so lose Sean Balls for 32. Um, yeah, Blake Third kicks on, uh, makes 50. So first 15 senior career. That one is pretty yes. young, isn't he? Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. I think it's first... Well, I definitely know it's his first 50 for the drags because he actually sent me a message on Monday because um, we the iPad had failed, so we had to put the scores in manually. Yeah, shocking. And I yeah. hadn't done them yet. Um, and he sent me a message going, when are the scores going? <laughs> I was like, Don't worry, mate, it'll get through. And he was like, well, it was my first one for the tracks. <laughs> well done to, to Blake. Well done to Blake. Um, unfortunately, lose him soon after for 52. And yeah, um, like you said, Cameron, probably just a bit of inexperience, um, losing six for 28 at the end there as the run rate sort of climbed. I yeah, you. I think by... Every, by the time we got to the end there, people were trying... We needed eight and a half and over or something. And fair play, I think most people got out trying to actually get it. So, yeah, it's not the greatest, but... I'd, yeah, I don't... Yeah, there's not much of a nuance there's not, yeah, there's in a cricket scorecard. Like, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, it's just you can try to win. Uh, we'll jump into the fourth grade. Don't have much to jump into here because <laughs> the my cricket was sort of in all sorts. Um, we appreciate everyone at the club doing the scoring and stuff, but, yeah, just... Maybe lift there, but we'll do what we can. Um, 86 runs there, the margin of victory for Wanneroo. So, um, yeah, they win the toss and bat first. Uh, six for 211 from their 45 overs. Um, might be missing a few wickets here, unfortunately, but what we had in front of us was um, Jared wickets Bridge. Wickets and overs as yeah, well, it looks, oh, yeah. I don't know, but what we've got is um, Jared Bridge taking three for 56 from nine overs. And White Tiger, baby! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> He's back. Apologies for that. Um, if you're any earphones, apologies yeah. for that. <laughs> 
Um, and yeah, Ian D'Souza taking one for 24 from eight overs. Uh, in reply there, they could only manage 125. So um, I think Matt McGuire and Ryan Elliott might have been the only guys in double figures there. So chasing a decent score. Probably need a few more contributors than that. Yeah, once again, I think very inexperienced team, apart from sort of a couple of those key players that you just mentioned there. Um, it's sort of all hands on deck across the grades, especially the lower grades. Well, actually all the grades probably this week. So it's not the most surprising sort of outcome, unfortunately. Yeah, I think um, the Christmas break's come at a good time for a few of our senior sides. Absolutely. ESA Sport, making every sporting moment epic. Looking for professional coaching, sport apparel, team wear, or promotional marketing items, including memorabilia? Then look no further than ESA Sport. They provide professional coaching for AFL, basketball, cricket, golf, and netball, and are leaders in providing first-class coaches tailored to suit your requirements. Whether it's a one-on-one session or for a group, ESA Sport have you covered. They also specialize in arranging sports legend appearances to your workplace or sporting club. Whether it's for a fundraiser or a motivational talk, they have you covered. Thanks to ESA Sports Agency for their ongoing support of the Williton Dragons. We'll move on, Kemo, uh, through to the juniors on the Saturday. So we had the 15s and the 17s playing Wanneroo as well. Yeah, T20 fixtures for those um, junior sides as they break for Christmas as well. And um, yeah, one win, one loss. So we'll start with the 17s. So got up and continuing some pretty good form that 17 side so they um, beat Wanneroo by 19 runs um, might not have looked that way when they batted first made 9 yeah. for 87 from their 20 overs um, obviously junior 2020 is the sort of marks for a good score are a bit different but definitely yeah you might have thought that might have not been enough I completely forgot that it was a T20 um, so I was seeing messages and checking the scores and saw that, that 9 for 87 I was like oh no they've just absolutely cooked it here <laughs> and then well I heard what happened in the second dig as well and I, I, I couldn't believe it uh, yeah, so Zade Buckler makes 24 and Brady Paley thought makes 22. Um, the score might have been a little bit worse if not for those boys. But yeah, um, great bowling effort to back it up, made That score looked plenty. Uh, bowled one or out for 67. Really good effort. <laughs> it, yeah, as I said, just didn't even realise it was T20. So I thought <laughs> they'd just pulled off one of the all-timers. <laughs> but even so, you know, to keep them to 68 in 17, nearly 18 overs, like not only the wickets, it's the economy rate, very good as well. So uh, Kytus, who's opening up, started really well. Um, three for seven from four overs for him. Um, every other bowler who bowled took a wicket, so good all-around performance there. That's Yeah, I think there was a lot of big smiles on the faces where we got there to Kingsway on the weekend. And yeah, good result for the 17s. Uh, Joe of the 15s unfortunately just went down, so I'm um, lost to one, lost by one run, I should say, to one row. So, so always it's a bit flat when yeah, happens, yeah. I was going to so, say, um, <laughs> yeah, one row bat first makes six for 91 from their 20 overs. Um, yeah, so the multiple wicket takers there. Um, Jevin Buckland gets two for five from two overs, and Ben Mitchell gets two for 16 from three overs. Um, yeah, in reply, Liam Capes makes 43, and Ben Mitchell makes 28, but there was no other real sort of contributors of note, unfortunately. So. Fell just short at the end. Yeah, it was a very tight finish once again for the under-15s. Uh, I had a look through the, the ball by ball, and they needed five off the last over. And they went uh, they went one, one, wicket, wicket, dot, by, I think. No, no. So just unfortunately not yeah, quite Yeah, just got that, pressure uh, building in junior cricket. That's yeah. what happens. But that's all right. I'm sure they'll uh, they'll be better for the experience of the close game. Uh, we did have some 2020 fixtures on Sunday down at Burrinder. As well, Cameron, a uh, good day that was. So we'll start with the Colts since they played first. So, um, yeah, they had a good win. They're sort of in the mix for a finals, but I'm not sure how that's landed. Just no, sure. Unfortunately, think, yeah. so we'll get into what actually happened, but we did everything we needed to do on our part. But yeah. then a game that we needed to go our way um, went the other way on the last, no, last ball. So. On the last ball. Yeah. Oh, are you kidding? Um, well, yeah, the 
they did all they could do. The Colts, um, they had a good win and in good time as well to improve their net run rate, which I assume factors into it. Anyway, uh, yeah, so yeah, Colts um, had a good win. It's uh, a pretty good Perth team yeah, as well. Yeah, good Perth side. So the boys bowl first, get um, nine for 114 from the 20 overs there, Perth. Um, the multiple wicket takers there, Keegan Dakota gets two for 12 from two overs. Uh, Stu Smith gets two for 16 from three overs and Holty Lukal gets two for 20 from four overs. So, um. Yeah, good to have Holty in that side. Like obviously, had Premier 2020 duties for some of the Colts' earlier games. But yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, you're right. It's probably more of a full-strength Colts side that we've got as well there. And sort of the uh, cream rises to the top a little bit with the bowling there, I think. Yeah, so the boys um, needed to have a big win to sort of be in the mix for finals. And they most certainly did that with uh, two of our big hitters in Blair Walsh and Keegan DeCoca coming out setting the tone. So Blair gets 32 from 20 deliveries and Keegan... 33 from 16 deliveries, uh, both those boys hitting a few sixes, I believe. So, yeah, couldn't ask for a better start than that. It would have been entertaining yeah, watching, sure. really. Yeah, yeah, I was watching on Frog Walks. It was, yeah, it was such a good game to watch. The Colts played so, so well. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think a couple of boys there that probably haven't ha- made as many runs as they would have liked this year. So, good to see them come out and sort of whack, whack a few around on the Sunday. Uh, we did lose those two as the game sort of drew to a close, but didn't slow down the momentum. So, um. Sean Bores comes and gets 27 off 16 at the end, and Michael Hardy gets 10 off 8, including a 6. So um, 7 over spare they got that score with. So. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> huge win. On track for anything there, really, with, what, 117 after 13 overs. That could be 180 plus if we'd batted first. Yeah, so unfortunately I've just missed the finals, it sounds like, but um, couldn't have done much more in that game. Young Colts team this year after a big change-up last yeah, year. Yeah, a lot, so of, uh, lot of losses from yeah, last year's. multiple multi-year players yeah. from now on. So hopefully they can get back into it next year. Uh, so we'll jump into the Premier T20 team, who had their first loss of the year. So um, went down to Perth by two runs in a thriller. They're at Barrender on Sunday, Arvo. So um, Perth win the toss and bat. And, yeah, it wasn't a great start for them. Uh, four for 26 we had them. So um, two, wickets, two wickets for Ollie Arkansas up front. And then there was run-outs for Stu Hepburn, um, assisted by John <laughs> Sanders. But the highlight of the day for me was Wahey Guru Dillon from point, direct hit. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's unreal. I was trying to keep it followed along and I couldn't really um, keep track of it because I don't know if my mic cricket wasn't loading properly or something. But when I saw that they were sort of in the not-so-good stuff at whatever, <laughs> 4 for 26, I was thinking we're right on here. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, uh, Perth, well, they batted pretty well to get 8 for 138 from their 20 overs. That's a good score. So, yeah. um the wicket takers there, Ollie Arkansas, two for 20 from four overs. Uh, Stu Hepburn just bowled the one over, but one for five for him. Um, Underbowled. Yeah. <laughs> well, did you get five from the first game? Sure. Yeah, underutilised, surely. Yeah, uh, that's a story for another day. So um, Ellis Cassidy gets one for 21 from four overs, and Bondi gets one for 26 from three. So, yeah, good bowling effort. Uh, Might have tailed off a little bit in the middle there, but still a reasonable. I was going to say, you, you sort of... It happens a bit sometimes when they get that off to a bad start that some people just get away with it later on in the innings. I actually don't have it written down here, but the highlight of the sort of bowling innings for me was a great bit of fielding from Isaac Malentis. But you can sort of you can spin this how you like because he's fielding out a team mid-wicket. Um, yeah. Ball's been hit sort of into the wind. He's completely misjudged it. Like he's running. <laughs> he's sort of run around and then the ball was like held up being hit into right. the wind. And he's just like in this horrible position and he just manages to stick a hand out and the ball <laughs> sticks of course I did hear about an insane catch from Isaac but I didn't know that he'd misjudged it completely so just made a meal of it like. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we can't give him too much credit then yeah so how does that come on the scales like he skillfully completed that but wasn't a great I think the, great. the direct hit run out from point oh, that's miles better yeah. Yeah. all we yeah. want to do is entertain the fans and he's done that so <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a good highlight 
Yeah, he loved it too. I say, I didn't know how to celebrate and just threw his arms up. That's always good to see. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in reply, uh, yeah, um, the chase got off to a reasonable start. So Bondi gets 45. Um, Ollie Arkansas makes a little cameo at number three, including a huge six over cover, which was quite oh, flat. The frog that box was didn't an unbelievable get. shot. Not caught on the frog box. No, though. he no. was devastated that it wasn't on the frog box. <laughs> we should pump it up here. Over cover, like just went. 20 metres over the boundary, hit a tree on the full and just yeah. bounced off, ended up over the road. That was one of the best shots I've seen at Bones Park. Yeah, it's like huge. <laughs> I reckon, I feel like with Ollie, for you guys to genuinely be pumping it up, yeah. like it yeah, must, it, I'm it usually cautious with Ollie, try not to do it too yeah, much. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But I know he was quite flat. It wasn't on the frog box, so <laughs> thought we'd give him a little pump up here. So, um, yeah, Bondi and Isaac looked like they were doing it okay. Um, sort of lost them at a sort of similar time, unfortunately, so... The run rate sort of climbed a bit and 15 required off the last with uh, Shane Warns on strike and first ball just slaps one over deep midwinger for yeah. six. Huge six. I was watching this one on the frog box. I was, I was at my mate's place and obviously a lot of us are quite big cricket nuffies <laughs> and so they're like, oh, what are you watching? I said, oh, yeah, just got the frog box on. And they oh, who's that batting? Shane Warns. And they just immediately were like, hang on. Shane, Shane Warns. Why is he playing? I was like, no, Shane Warns. And then he's whacked the big six. And I was like, yeah, no, he's an absolute king still. Like, he's going to get his <laughs> Oh, poor old Shane. So, um, yeah, unfortunately, four just short. Um, four, I think it was four for a super over Four six to win, win, five to draw on the last four. Yeah, so... Um, Sorry, other way? Uh, four to draw, five four to, to win. Four to win, yeah. Four, yeah. Four, sorry. <laughs> four so to tie, four five to win. Four to tie, six Yeah, that... that Great radio. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Shane gets, yeah, like a fully. I think he, it looked like it was six off the bat. Like yeah, I thought he'd it, but ma- smashed it. just straight out to D-mid-wicket. And poor old Shane, like we left him 15 to do in the last and the poor bloke was devastated that he couldn't quite get it. Yeah, and nearly nearly got us there. Um, where does that leave us in the Premier T20s? Uh, so the they've finals? qualified for the finals, I believe. Um, yeah, it looks like we're top, on first. So eight from, teams go through. We finish the worst out of the top place team. So we finish top of our group. So we finished fourth overall, and so I think what's most likely is that we'll play. Um, I think a date with Fremantle. I don't know. If, I don't think we'll play Freo, but we'll play at Freo in the in the finals day. So interesting. Um, yeah, interesting. Right. Well, well, that remains to be seen, and I'm sure it'll come out soon, um, and we'll keep everyone up to date when it does. The team at CY O'Connor Village Pub are very proud to be sponsors of the Williston Dragons. Even though the pub burnt down in June, they want you to know that the fire is not going to stop them and they'll be back bigger and better than ever. Committed to a full rebuild, they'll also be opening a pop-up beer garden and drive through bottle shop, stocking all of your favourites, including their delicious Mataluka farm beef and lamb produce. Opening soon, it's a precinct with everything you need for a great day out, post-game celebration or supplies for an epic barbecue at home. Thanks to CY O'Connor Village Pub for their ongoing support of the Williton Dragons. Alrighty, and we'll move on, Camo, through to our uh, our fun part. Of, well, no, our awards section. It's all anyway. fun, Cameron. Yeah, it is all fun here <laughs> on the Dragons Lair, obviously. Um, but we'll hand out a couple of awards here. So the first one, uh, the CY O'Connor Village Pub Senior Player of the Week. Pretty self-explanatory this week. Yeah, this one um, wasn't a lot of competition. No. This one, uh, Vitovicist gets a 6 for 17 from 9.5s in the first grade, and that's good enough for the CY O'Connor Village Pub Senior Player of the Week. Probably good for it most uh, most weeks, <laughs> yeah. but especially this week. Um, we were going to try and get Vid on the phone, uh, but unfortunately he's uh, locked away at Spaff's uh, accounting business, <laughs> and 
he wouldn't let him off the let him off work to come have a chat to us. So uh, what are we doing out here? And yeah, unfortunately. But congratulations to Vid on his six foot and his uh, CYO Connor Village Pub Senior Player of the Week award. Uh, so we'll jump into the Bremer Bay Resort Becca Kempton Medal. So um, yeah, when results are a bit light on, this award's always sort of a li- little bit light on. But yeah. uh, what have you gone for, Cameron? Well, so I have gone for um, I picked Maggie in the fours, Matt Maguire for his one. Because uh, he took made 49 and I think took a wicket or a catch. Not exactly sure because c- of my cricket there. <laughs> um, then I gave Blake Thur the two votes for his uh, first 50 in senior cricket in the threes. And Vid Vashish the three for his six. Yeah. Um, so I've gone Blake Thur the one. Um, first 50 in senior cricket. So I'm good for him. Yep. Uh, Lockie Searle, the two for me. Uh, the Sheepdog um, did well. So two for 30 with the ball, 26 with the stick. Um, in a twos team that sort of yeah. needed someone to step up. Um, he did all he could. And yeah. Did it fairly obvious three. I mean. Yeah, there'd be no. It'd be it'd be a royal commission if anyone else got <laughs> the three this week. I reckon. Um, so I don't have the uh, table on me, but we'll, I'm sure we'll get something out over the Christmas break to double check all the standings of the Bremen Bay Resort Beck Kempton Medal. Yeah, I would imagine I'm still Hepburn away from Bancroft and Hardy. So yeah. those three are going to be the big contenders. But it's good to see a better spread of votes. Like the first exactly. few weeks was just like. Jeez, it's going to be down to these blokes. Hopefully we can get someone just charge and steer yeah, down in the back half. Yeah. yeah, just need a few good weeks in a row, but um, we'll see how we go. Um, we also have the Millman's Junior Player of the Week to give away camo, and this week it goes to Kai D'Souza. Kai D'Souza, three for seven, I believe, from his four overs in the 17s. Very, yes. Uh, so he's uh, he's been a big name on this podcast the last couple of years. Actually, haven't had the me- yeah, I've heard a lot about Kai. I actually haven't had the pleasure of meeting him. So. No, he, he comes around. He's down 17s training, obviously. So I yeah, I know you spend a lot of time around the club, Camo, but if you start rocking up at too many under-17s things, there might be questions asked. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time questions been asked to me. But, um, um, but yeah, it's good to see Kai back in the wickets. First year under-17s this year, so it's a bit tougher than playing in the 15s like he did last year so it's good to see him back into it and hopefully he can kickstart the second half of his need season. good young fast bowlers here at Willerton. Yeah, uh, I was going to say good young players in general. There are opportunities available yeah, in the most coming certainly years. Are. Um, Alright, we'll move it on Kemo. We'll get across to our predictions. Now, <laughs> we've had some <laughs> we've had some good and bad weeks in the past, but this would be one of our worst, I would have thought. We've had no, we've had a lot of bad weeks, but like the occasional good <laughs> with, one. But with geez, with a, big a couple of bright sparks. So again, I'll take you behind the curtain. My thing last week was like, we're light on for runs at the moment. Like yeah. Someone's going to do something. I'm just going to really get around us and say we're going to score 1,000 runs. <laughs> and Liam straight off the bat said, not possible. And I said, you're a hater, mate, and I don't want to hear it, but... Unfortunately, that's come true. I was doing the calculations today and I just couldn't help but laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, one already getting bowled out for 70 didn't help me. No, not at all. Um, <laughs> the twos, threes, fours making no runs also didn't help me. I so was going to say, the other... 1,000, This has been watching too much. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, hello. <laughs> too much good cricket over the years. Comes down to great cricket to do some work <laughs> and just... Uh, nah, well, you got nearly halfway there, Camo, so that's a good effort, I suppose. Yeah, 1,000 runs I predicted, uh, 465, <laughs> that aggregate was. so um, Only 535 short. Swing and a miss. Yeah. Uh, I also had a swing and a miss, so I went for 40 wickets across the four <laughs> grades. Um, we got off to a good start with the ones, uh, and then the other teams just couldn't quite get the job done. I tried to bowl first to give myself the best opportunity there, but uh, couldn't even get it done in the threes. <laughs> 24 so, uh, you got, Cameron? Ah, uh, yeah, 24 out of 40, so not great. Uh, so the predictions remain locked at one apiece um, halfway through the year. <laughs> halfway through the year. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, are we going to bring it to make it more realistic? No, we're going to keep shooting for the stars. Keep right? shooting for the stars. I want this to be a 2-1 win at the end of the year <laughs> and for that prediction to be outrageous. Yeah, Neil will all be nice. But no. <laughs> yeah. 
We like we're a traditionalist here. Parking the bus, you two. Uh, so we will jump into our predictions for well, we'd say this week, but obviously a few weeks off the career. Yeah. So um, we're going to do some more general predictions. Uh, Cameron, you've left yours blank, so well, come I'm, up with something quickly. Well, I had some questions because I wasn't sure. I saw yours uh, camos, and I wasn't sure if we were going to do it like some other types, or am I doing? Well, what have you got? First round. Well, I had my my first one was that uh, we we're going to bounce back with four from four first week back, but then I found out it's just the ones and twos playing on that first Saturday. Oh. so oh. that makes it hard. Um, otherwise, I could pick something from the Southern Smash to make it a bit interesting. Maybe. Yeah, so um, we'll just jump into my prediction. Um, the Southern Smash is obviously. On down in Albany, uh, over the Christmas break, I think the 27th, 28th, 29th, maybe. Yeah. Um, so a team that has a strong Williton representation in that competition, I believe, seeing Inswing Ignition. I actually mm-hmm. didn't check that. hope it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So that team has Bondi, Shane, Sando, and Lincoln, I believe. Yep. Yeah. Um, not missing anyone there. So, um, yeah, four Dragons. Yeah. So, yeah, my prediction is the Inswing Ignition to uh, win the Southern Smash. And Ollie? Really Ollie played for that team? No, he's no, the Retrovision uh, team. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. Good, so, good choice. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know then. You I'll go, I reckon something that would be called Predict Lincoln. Lincoln. Lincoln gets some runs or something. Predict He's Lincoln. He's got three, um, two or three games. Maybe I'll go, and now you can tell me if this is uh, not fair or not, but a drags player to be player of the tournament. That's fair enough. Yeah, 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 so, I'm one of them. I don't know who. Ah, I just can't. Do something real good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about Lincoln. We should say he's off down to Bramath this week, so everyone in the club's going to miss him. And I think the two's batting Especially line, especially the two's, but, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the two's batting lineup is going to miss him horrendously. But um, yeah, best of luck to Lincoln in his new adventure down there. Absolutely. Um, and so I did. I did put it here, Camo, because we've got Bex's best. <laughs> now this statement gets worse, by the way. Well, th- this time I copped a bit of Bex, a spray Bex for is it. worst. So I wasn't sure if I could just uh, you know have a week off to freshen up. Or not, and uh, just have another crack after Christmas. This so. is just silly. Like you name this segment after yourself. <laughs> Easiest <laughs> thing ever. It, well, okay. Just, well, well I'll, I'll, I'll replace it with a new segment. All right. Oh no, nah, nah, we're not. Um, Lemo, okay. Lemo's love. Lindell's loser this week is Cameron Beck. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. That's fair enough then. Um, but I'll, I'll be back to it with a good one after. We Christmas. started real strong with Bex's best, and it's like the best ones are not cricket related. It's just yeah. rogue things happening around the club, and yeah, yeah but. We're light on at the moment, so someone do something right. Exactly. People need a lift. It's not my fault. It's everyone else's. So. Get rarer. Yeah. Retrovision is one of the leading electrical and appliance retailers in Australia. Boasting 17 WA stores, together with their easy-to-use online store, Retrovision has made electrical and appliance shopping easy and affordable for everyone. Offering the best brands and the latest technology, you'll discover all the electrical stuff you love. From small appliances and white goods for your kitchen and laundry, top brand TV and audio. You'll even find the very latest in IT from the world's best brands for school, work and play. Thanks to Retrovision for their ongoing support of the Williston Dragons. Alrighty, Camo, that music means only one thing. <laughs> you know what that means, boys. We are back with uh, the second instalment of the Dragons Lair questionnaire. A very popular segment the first time around. It was. So um, we're just trying to keep it. On the bench to make sure it's brilliant every time we do it, and uh, Christmas themed one. Yeah, and if you can't tell, yeah, if you can't tell from the music, it's Christmas themed one. Um, we put out a message in the socials um, asking, "What do you want for Christmas?" And so I'm just waiting for my Instagram to load here. Let's I just did. let's well, just settle into the music. For I've a I've got a couple up here. Um, so I got one from uh, Ted Edmonds, number one, uh, to start with. He uh, he's been around for a while. I think he's involved in some of the country. He's into well. ignition coach. There you go. Um, and he has requested 
that Mick Jers returns to the fourth grade in the second <laughs> half of the year. So I'd, I'd love to see it. We need Mick podcasting. That I'm getting to know your Dragon podcast with him was brilliant. Yeah, I absolutely. Need, we want him back. There's going to be some sort of role. We should get him to um, commentate some of the games. <laughs> <right now>, so. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Uh, he's brilliant. Um, Darcy Roden, good uh, friend of the show. Wants Kemo to read to him every night before bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, the, the, we're going to talk about my the speech voice of patterns. Oh, if we're going to talk about my speech patterns. A few of the boys sprayed me the other day, so I reckon I talk too quick. Really? Yeah, I um, speak stiff. You were there, weren't you? Lee? Oh yeah, I think so. Oh, in real life, yeah, on the podcast. Oh, in real life, too, too too rapid. There you go, uh, Darcy. I'll give you my number, and yeah, <laughs> we can sort something out. Um, Continuing on the other uh, theme, uh, we've got one from Mr. Gensuki here, Harry Gregson, who said Cusa to play fours. Well, Cusa should be playing once. Well, yeah. exactly. Well, maybe if Mr. Gensuki rocked up as well, then Cusa would yeah. come and play fours at the same time. Bit yeah. of a Unfortunately, we won't see Josh as he's starting soccer training. But um, no, Shout out to the Dianella White Eagles as they go to... The League One And tune called. into our yeah, new the podcast second, second The Dianella's Lair The White Eagle's Lair The White Eagle's Nest um, Potdog84 Who I believe is Shane Plant Yes um, He wants Bondi's brooding good looks <laughs> don't, don't, don't we all Don't we all Bondi um, Such a great man I know he's listening in He's a good looking man as well um, He'd little, be loving it Little trivia about Bondi I just like His hair always looks the same yeah. So I just said Bondi How often do you get your hair cut? He said every two weeks mm. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That gives that makes sense now at least because you're right. It yeah, always it keeps looks it flawless. keeps it sharp. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, on the same sort of uh, theme, Brad Kent asked for twenty years back. <laughs> so, <laughs> wish he could turn back the clock to uh, probably when he was charging at the whacker against uh, some big names. That if you ever want to hear about, just ask him. Uh, just keep it sort of to what we can achieve. Like I can read to Darcy every night. Some of this other stuff's <laughs> on us. Uh, Lucas Palmer wants another century for the under-14 skipper, Joshua Nathan. Oh, there that, we go. That'd be great. The, that 100 wasn't for the drags, was it? Uh, I think it was. Really? Uh, well, my level of cricket badgering, um, in my YouTube recommended the 15 sort of carnival was on or whatever it is, oh, that yeah. wacker oh. intramural thing. And um, I think Josh was playing it out. I think there was a few drags there. I should have Yeah, yeah, there was. Down, yeah, but, um, great to see. Ben Mitchell was playing, I saw. Yeah, so um, well done to all those boys. Yeah. Right. Uh, we've also got on that same... Uh, Cricket theme, which you'd think that most of them would be. We've got Dev from our, uh, from <laughs> our threes, who right said, now. "Few runs and a five-five in the next game <laughs> is it too much?" That's with true. a couple of exclamation <laughs> points. <laughs> I don't think so, Dev. I reckon that's perfectly fine to ask. The you say a few runs, and that's a club-wide wish of the moment. Um, <laughs> yeah, a few, few runs and a few wickets. Yeah, a few, yeah. few teams in need of runs. Um, we might finish it off with uh, Tali Melentis, good friend of the show and and the Dragons, Isaac's sister. Um, Somehow appears more on the podcast than Isaac. So, <laughs> yeah. obviously, Isaac is a great enemy of the show, but mm. we're, we're happy to turn that around, Isaac. Um, Talia Melentis wants Ladies' Day. So, that's something that got postponed, but um, yes. we're yeah, we'll direct that. we'll direct that straight back to you, too. Yeah, we will have something about that out shortly, I promise. We love and the drags. There will, be, there will be an event. Couldn't organise a piss up in a brewery. No, <laughs> absolutely useless. Um, but, yeah, so thanks to everyone for uh, sending in their questions and what they want to, for Christmas. Um, sorry, I did just see one last one. Zach Ferris asked to score a run, yeah. so well, I'm sure much, much we can there. we can find something under the Christmas tree. No, my, there, my, my Christmas wish, I suppose, is that he doesn't because if he's not batting, <laughs> we're in a good position. Like, there's yeah, been a few games where he's had to come out and have a stick. And like, with all due respect to Zach, he works hard on his batting. Like, I don't think we really want him out there. Ideally, we want our top order batters. Not You'd hope so. Um, all right, thank you very much for setting that up for us again, Liam. And I thanks like to it. Spotify for the great uh, Christmas jazz playlist. And most importantly, thanks to the people actually contributed and gave us some content. <laughs> yeah, that, did we already say that? That too. Did we? Uh, no, I don't know, to no. be honest. Right, 
we'll move along uh, and we'll get into what we have decided to do for the halfway point of the year this year. We have. So um, we've elected, obviously, we have the Becky Kempton Medal, which we aim to equalise across the grades. We're all just as important as each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've gone for a team of the year across the club. Yeah. Or team of the year to date, I suppose. Team of 2021, maybe. Uh yeah, start this, I was looking at this. Does it include last? No, it, okay. it, I was just Because that would have been very hard to work out. It'd be cool. Like, yeah. Would have been pretty First. much impossible, I reckon. Yeah. Um, but we have, we've tried to pick these from a variety of the grades. Uh, try to pick the best performers, obviously. Yeah, there is a few first graders in there, but they've sort of forced their hand a bit with outstanding performances. Yeah, correct. Um, we've put it in a rough batting order. We um, have. Um, we'll start off with our openers. I think it was pretty self-explanatory with Isaac Melentis and Lincoln Joy. Yeah, um, both those boys scoring hundreds and some other big scores. Um, yeah, Lincoln stepped up to the twos like a Dr. Water. Um, Isaac, obviously, had a pretty good start to the year as well. I'm um, rewarded with some, a second 11 game, so yeah, got, someone's got his eyes on him. Um, and then at number three, uh, we hard-pressed to go past this man. <laughs> We've put Aaron Hardy there, who's, I think, averaging 185 or something in first grade yeah, this and, um, year. Yeah, Cameron Bancroft at number four, who's doing a little bit better. Um, come back, boys. We yeah. need you. I'm um, obviously... Least on the east coast at the moment with our Scorchers duties, and uh, we wish them. One hundred and thirty-one for Aaron and one hundred and twenty-nine for Cameron this year in first Reasonable grade. Reasonable numbers, yeah. Uh, and number five, we've got the people's champion, Stuart Hepburn. Yeah, so Stu obviously merits a place in this side, but I find the batting order quite interesting. I'm um, Stuart number five, Shane at number six. Shane yeah. Warns. Um, look, I'll be honest. I just sort of threw the middle order together, however it came. Uh, Ragav. Oh, well, sorry, yeah. At number seven, we've got Ragav Raj uh, with the gloves on, and he's opened the batting all year in the fours as well. Yeah, so, I've scored 100 as well. So yeah, just uh, just sort of middle order works however it works, I reckon. Maybe whoever's feeling better on the day can take the, the <laughs> higher order. Uh, we'll jump into the bowlers. Gee, this is a deep batting lineup. So we've got, um, <laughs> yeah. we've got Ellis Cassidy at number eight, who's opened the batting for the twos and was one of their premier sort of batters. And then, um, yeah, wickets with the ball as well. Uh, Ollie Harkin's still at number nine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, obviously had a game in the two that's got 90 odd and then he's been doing really well in the yeah. first grade. Um, Guru at number 10. Way yeah. Guru Dillon. Jeez, this team bat Steve. Um, Guru obviously outstanding year last year and carrying on getting to some good form. I think it probably, as we said earlier, we may be lacking in the pure bowlers department across yeah, the club perhaps. at the moment. And I think that might be a bit indicative in the, the team we've picked. But it's not to say that these blokes, A, aren't taking a lot of wickets and B, aren't batting really well as well. So yeah, it's so a good sign. It is a good sign. And we've ran out of that team with um, Aaron McCall at number 11, just doing Aaron McCall things in the fours. Yeah. See, if it was up to him, he'd probably be batting seven in that <laughs> team. But um, I think in that one, he'd, he'd probably be happy to take number 11. Now... As we finish the podcast, I think we might have a very, very special guest for our listeners. Um, Liam Hindle, when he rolled in 25 minutes late, as he does. <laughs> I um, saw him sort of carrying a guitar. Yeah. I thought, Liam, what are you doing? So I just thought, just getting the Christmas spirit. Um, I'm a big fan of Christmas and Christmas carols. So I thought, just in the drags theme, I wrote, uh, wrote a little parody um, of a Christmas song. All righty. So I can't wait to hear I'm this. I'm going to need your microphone, um, Cameron. You're going to have to share with me. Okay. With, with, uh, All right. We'll let's be back. Just- um, so just a bit of just a bit of leeway on this. I came up with this song today and <laughs> and uh, and wrote uh, learned the song and wrote the song today. So here we go. So we're at Christmas. What have the twos done? The season's half over. The one two drawn one. <laughs> So, so by next Christmas <laughs> I hope we have one M- More games than 
uh, what's my next chord? Last year. <laughs> and had way more fun. So merry, uh, where's my chord? Christmas. <laughs> oh no, that's all right. Chris, oh. And merry Christmas. <laughs> and, uh, oh. And happy new year. <laughs> Let's pay better next year. To save Pete from tears. <laughs> So we're at Christmas What have the twos done? The premier batsman <laughs> Is not making any <laughs> runs oh, oh. That's good enough So Um, all right, and there it is. That was Liam's uh, Christmas parody. Uh, <laughs> so, the last 10 minutes, we've just been mucking around trying to get this going. I don't know what's going to come through in the edit. Yeah, know. I think it'll still be a good one, though. Apologies in advance. If it's so, just we're recording this before I've actually played it, yeah. so we'll see what um, But, yeah, thank you very much for joining us for the first half of the year. Um, we hope that we've given you something good to listen to every week. Yeah, um, we've been loving all the feedback. Look, we love doing the show, but it's um, good to hear all the sort of solid feedback we get and... Um, yeah, thank you very much for listening. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we did talk about trying to get a live show going over the Christmas break, but maybe that might have to be an end of the season. Sort yeah, of it's something we'll have a look at, I'm sure. But yeah, thank you to everyone for your support. Absolutely. And a uh, very safe and Merry Christmas to all drags and uh, drags associates throughout uh, the world that might be listening to this. Um, and hope uh, we all hear you or see you in the new year as well. Merry Christmas. See you Wednesday after next.